Welcome to the Biak Crime Football Podcast, the Biak Crime Bulletin. I'm your host, Paul Squires, and each episode I'll be bringing you all the latest news and info on Biak Crime's rebuilding in 2016 to get the club back to where it belongs in Norwegian football. This is our first show, and we wanted to bring you up to date with a bit of background on how things are going so far this season. So tonight, I'm joined by Biak Crime IL's new manager, Paul Wanless. Hello, Paul. Hello, thank you for having me along. And thanks for joining us, Paul, at your busy schedule. OK, Paul, you've just played last night against Helleland in the big local derby and come away with a brilliant 1-1 draw. Coming into this, they were by far and away the early season favourites, having played 2-1-2 and scored an absolute whopping 10 goals. Great start to season form. They beat Lai 5-1 last week away from home, who we played and drew 1-1 the week before. So we were expecting a very tough game. Paul, you were pleased with the result? I'm absolutely delighted with the result. Obviously, everybody wants to come out of every game with a victory, but we had to look at look at the the bigger picture in this, and we've come in with very very limited pre-season. Um, yeah. We came up against Lie, um, and we were we we struggled massively with fitness due to the short pre-season, um, and the difference in quality the difference in determination and the difference in fitness from the whole team not just the starting 11 the whole team brilliant against hellland was just superb okay i mean as you said it, it the preparation has, has been short for this season so we pretty much hit the ground running and getting a fantastic result there um were you happy obviously you're happy with the result with the, with the tactics that you used and the way you approached the game against the you know a, a, an opposition that we're going to be aiming for the net constantly yeah I mean in terms of the the tactic we lined up with we made a couple of changes we moved um, one of our midfielders um, Stefan Sletterber we moved him up into more of an attacking midfielder position Um, and it was a decision I was questioning before we got started whether we were going to leave ourselves a bit short in the middle Um, just with uh, Ola playing central midfield who but he controlled the game from the centre. Um, his work rate was just second to none. And um, we played Martin, who's also known as Shiny Shoes, um, in <laughs> def- defensive midfield. Um, and he actually got his shoes dirty, and he played fantastic. He mopped everything up, played simple, and I was I was impressed. Yeah, we I mean we played a four five one. Um, but with a couple of alterations, um, our left midfielder yesterday was um, Andreas, and he just played fantastic. He was covering a little bit in the middle as well, but also helping Eirik, our left back. Um, and yeah, I mean, I can't fault the lads. They, they turned up against a team who was started the season in blistering form, and we brought them back down to earth. So I was delighted with how the team played and. It's only upwards from here. As the players get fitter, we're going to become stronger. Absolutely. I mean, as you say, it, it seems a case of you've completely bossed the midfield there. Um, you know, you've controlled the game and a, a team that likes to get forward and they've, you've given them no room for, for manoeuvre. I bet they were pretty frustrated. There was a couple of moments. Um, there was a kick out, which I, it wasn't nice to see on our captain, Morton. Um, Very disappointed to see that from Hellland, but... Apart from now, it was a, a well-spirited game. Um, they did get a bit, dis- bit frustrated. We we played some good football. We we focused a lot on possession. Um, and I'm just trying to get them to enjoy the game, enjoy enjoy turning up to play for Bjergheim. Just um, be proud of the team. And we stand to play some good football. The players are looking good. So I'm definitely a happy man this evening. 
Excellent, and, and and right you are. And as you say, it's all about enjoying the game. Certainly with the the ridiculously poor weather that was you know leading up to the game in the afternoon. Oh, the weather yesterday was definitely one to forget. One hour before kickoff, the thunder and lightning started, and um, that that disappeared before kickoff. But we had some bad bad weather, so. Um, and, yeah, it, it wasn't the best to deal with. And and despite that, it was a good turnout for the attendance. So you know that that was a massive boost as well for the for the guys. The support from people yesterday was just superb. Um, I mean, we had a, a young a young lad playing. Um, our captain Martin, his younger brother Oscar, playing on the left of midfield in the second half. And every time he got the ball, he had a little cheerleading squad over on the other <laughs> over on the other side. Um, so it was superb. I mean, everybody young and old who turned out, I mean, I thank every single one of them. After a couple of very poor seasons for the club, and um, as I say, I came in a week and a half before the season was due to start, and we didn't even know if we were going to be able to put a team out. And um, we we have more and more people wanting to play for the team and coming to training, so it's it's a season to stabilise the team, and it's starting decent. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's obviously been a, a difficult last few years for Bia Crime. So, how's the first few weeks gone that you that you feel overall? I've come in and took took the the manager's job. To the first thought was to just get enough players on the pitch to turn out for the opening weekend to make sure we participated this season, um, and keep Bia Crime in the Norwegian league system. But the way it started and the the determination from the players since um, the first friendly we played against Yestal Football Club, we beat them um, 2-1. It was a fantastic victory and the progression since then has just been superb. I mean, it's credit to the players more than anything. Um, their determination to do well for the local town is just Brilliant. superb. Brilliant. I mean, that's that's where the, the, the players get the, you know, the heart comes involved, doesn't it? Because they want to do well for, for the team, for the local people as well. Start to the season that you've had, as you said, the the, the win against Yestal 2-1, which was, you know, a great start game. And then um, the first game of the season, as you said, we said earlier, the 1-1 draw would lie. So, you know, this is a this is a very good start for, for what, what we could have been facing. Yeah, I think... Um... The lie game was it was one of frustration, and the players the players felt it after the game, as well as myself, um, because we we could have won the game, but unfortunately our, the the fitness was the issue. We we ended up sitting back and dropping deep, and it was something we had to work on in the in the the gap between the lie game and Helleland, and it definitely showed the players have tried, they've worked hard, they've put in the the hours required to get fit. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, that, that that's definitely a great. And um, obviously, after the first two games of the season, a quick look at the league table. Um, now, most teams have played two, a few are on three already. But after last night's game, Bjerkrim actually sit in seventh uh, on two points with the two draws. But with the game in hand, um, after last week's game was postponed due to floodlight failure. Uh, top in the table were last night's opponents, Helleland, who were on seven points with two wins and a draw from three games. Um, so it, we're not in a brilliant position, but I think that kind of masks the overall story of the fact of two games undefeated. Um, you know, we've only conceded two goals and the performances have been fantastic. I think um, 
when you look through and um, I was speaking to one of the players from Leah before we kicked off and they'd had um, two months of three training sessions a, a week wow. to get fit for the season. Um, so if you look through all the squads and say they've all been getting fit in the same type of manner, I think Bjerkran were very close to not participating this year. So I think it's superb that we've brought ourselves together. We've we we've put the team out there. Um, as you say, we're sitting in seventh place. But I want to just um, put out there to people that only first, second, and third are undefeated apart from ourselves. So That's... we have started undefeated. Yes, it's two draws, but we next next up play Tonstad, um, who are sitting in the relegation places. They've lost all three of their games. So I really do have a lot of confidence that we can push on from these two draws. Okay, as you said, the next game is against Tonstad, but that's actually two weeks away. It's our it's our bye week next week, so it's on the second of May, and that actually starts a period of four games in sixteen days for Bietcrime. So it's going to be a tough period for our boys in red. Uh, so in next week's show, we're going to hope to have a, a good look at our up and coming opposition um, and see how they've done so far this season, including this week's games. Um, so after last week's game was cancelled, you and the lads are probably desperate to get out there again after having a bye week last week, a great performance against Hellerland this week, and then you're going to have another bye week. But I guess that probably can give you more time to focus on tactics, fitness, all the things we've discussed already. I think I'm happy with the the bye week next week because it's going to give us um, three more sessions before the Tonstad game, which just gives us time to work yeah. on our attacking play because... We undefeated, but we've had two draws, so I think everybody knows we need to just score a couple of more goals here and just make sure we put in a performance against Tonstad. Brilliant. Okay, so um, this week we're hoping to catch up with Paul's assistant manager, Roger Bratterbur, after training and uh, record a few words with him that we can we can play next week. Um, Roger would actually have been playing for us this season, but sadly he's injured his knee and is now out for the entire season. So obviously we wish him a, a, a speedy recovery from that. But it actually means he can devote more time to coaching the team, obviously helping you, Paul, and, and, and him developing as a coach as well. I think it was fantastic. I mean, it was a very bad injury on the opening day and unfortunately he had some issues there when he's gone to the doctor they've informed me it's going to be a long term injury so when he contacted me and offered his assistance I thought it was a perfect idea yeah, and um, he, he's took to the role fantastically Fantastic, fantastic. So it's you know it's absolutely anything like that is going to massively improve, um, you know the the, the training and 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 the the way that the season develops for us. Okay, you can actually also read an interview with Roger on the official club website, and that'll be coming up soon. And actually, we'll be having more and more interviews appearing there over the coming weeks and months. And um, one of the changes that Paul has made since coming in was the captain seat. Now, Paul, you decided to give the armband to Morton Solberg. What was it that you saw in him on those early training sessions that made you want to have him lead the side on the pitch? I think it was his determination, his dedication to the club as well. You can see he wants to do well. Um, his attitude comes across and the other players feed off it and it's fantastic. And he's, he's one of them leading central defenders who make sure all the other players know exactly what's needed of them. So I think it was definitely the right choices as captain of the team. Okay, and so hopefully we'll have a few words for Morton for next week uh, on our episode, and there should be a full interview up on the website shortly too, again from him. So as well as this new podcast, there's also a few new ways you can keep updated on what's happening at Bjerkrime. The club's new website is up and running, as we said, and is in both English and Norwegian, and you can find it at www.bjerkrimefootball.com. 
obviously football with one O. Over on social media, there's also the club's Facebook page. Just search for Biakrime IL Football. And on Twitter, the club's official account is at Biakrime IL. Make sure you go and check them out. Okay, so that's it for tonight, our first show. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we've done doing it. Uh, firstly, thanks to Paul for taking the time out to join us tonight and hope you can join us again. Definitely, Hope to be on every week. All right, brilliant. Thank you. Uh, and also thank you to all the guys, everyone at Biakrime, uh, for, for, for the performances that they've put in so far and a fantastic start to the season. And hopefully, you know, that can carry on. Um, so as we said earlier, next week we'll bring you more behind-the-scenes news, a profile on our next opponent, and we should have more interviews for you as well. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Thank you.